0: got a lot of things going on in the world, guys. So, what are we talking about today? Ad treatments. (laughs) (laughs) For the next commercial project that you have, we're writing treatments today. (laughs) Um, yeah. But before we do that, Jared, let's talk about our good friends at MusicBed. Yeah, Um, I really did. I did. I got a lot of feedback from the from the. uh, The way that we did the last episode i don't know if you remember that but you were kind of down you weren't really you're coming out of the grocery store yeah we're feeling that well and i just kind of picked your mood a little bit and then we played that song should we just do that again this week
1: yeah do you want me to do it for you though that would be nice jared yeah dude i'd I'd love to hang on i'm just going to be typing on my oh shit didn't mean to do that okay
0: let's go to (laughs) musicbed.com Very (laughs) loudly. Can you put the um, keyboard on your lap or something? For the love of God. So
1: high maintenance. Um,
0: How are you feeling right now? (sighs) Give me some options. I need some options. Okay. Let's talk about mood first of all. Okay. Are
1: you feeling angry? (sighs) Carefree? No. Chill? No. Contemplative? Yes. Okay. Are you feeling. Love <laughs> <laughs> no. um peaceful. No. Sad. Yes. Okay. Uh should I do one more? Are you feeling serious? No. Somber? Sure. Somber or tense? Ooh, tense. Let's see okay. Let's see. Okay. There are uh two possibilities here. I'm gonna say will you take A or B? Who are the artists? Not mm-hmm. telling you.
0: Let's go with um let's go with
1: A. Okay. This is the Alaskan tapes with Very good band. Yep. With Wander.
0: level of sad and Did it make you feel better
1: or worse?
0: I'm not the kind of person that feels like feelings are anything, you know? Okay. What? They're not bad. <laughs> like, well, they're not good feelings. They're not bad feelings. They're just feelings. Oh, we okay. all feel the same feelings. It's just at this point in time, in this You don't like day, to assign
1: values to your feelings.
0: Yeah. Cause then, yeah. I don't know if that's healthy or unhealthy. but <laughs> I'll find out in about 10 cool. years.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you want to listen to Wander by the Alaskan Tapes, sorry, Wander by Alaskan Tapes, no the, um, go to musicbed.com, and uh, you can feel as contemplative, sad, intense as you would like.
0: Also, we uh, have a coupon code at Musicbed if you go and find a song that you love, like Wander my Alaskan tapes Uh, you can check out with our coupon code good at checkout for 20% off.
1: Okay. We're going to play film supply bingo. Are you ready? (laughs) Let's go. So how this is going to work is I'm going to ask you a series of questions and we will arrive at one single clip and um, let's see would you like to have. I'm going to, I'm going to shorten this. There's a lot more here. A lot yeah. more tools to 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 use, but I'll, I'll make it short and brief for uh, our purposes. Abstract, archival slash vintage, landscape, or travel.
0: Ooh, I want I want landscape.
1: Okay. Landscape, okay. Um, moods again: angry, happy, excited slash excited, contemplative, determined, nervous, fearful slash fearful, romantic, nervous. 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 Sounds good. Okay. Um, a nervous landscape, yeah, I don't think that registered. do you want to try another one <laughs> <laughs> just to uh let's do romantic sounds great, and then do you want a caucasian slash white landscape um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> This is such a train wreck. We are not going to use this. (laughs)
0: Let's just do a simple fucking (laughs) ad. All right, guys. After you play Film Supply Bingo, here's what you do. Go to checkout, and you can also use coupon code GOODPODCAST for 20% off that purchase. FilmSupply.com. So with
1: everything happening in the world and uh everything we could talk about of course i just i just kind of <laughs> accidentally ended up talking about music video treatments again right but just for a second but you know we kind of ended up of, of course just like magnetically getting pulled towards that but um yeah i think today's just a good chat man it's always good to catch up i feel with like you we and, keep
0: getting uh we keep getting pretty nostalgic on these shows at this time in our lives right now wouldn't you say yeah yeah. I think that's, I think that's where we went today. And also, um, you know what?
1: I you know what I miss and we need to figure out how to do this a little bit better now. I'm off Twitter, but um I think it would be fun to kind of get the the uh the good uh the podcast Twitter kind of up and going again so we could interact with our with our people.
0: Yeah, let's do All it. Right. So if you have also any Also maybe some um, t-shirts.
1: Maybe some t-shirts. Maybe that's something you can talk to us about on Twitter. So if you have any thoughts or um, whatever any any comments on the episode today um or if you'd like to have some good the podcast originally no not originally custom made uh t-shirts we can talk about that too but hit us up on on uh good the podcast on twitter and let's talk a little bit about the episode this week and uh, what you are up to but for now just sit back relax and uh enjoy the show Dude, I'm just, like, flipping through. I do a very bad job of, like, organizing um, photos that I pull for things. Uh-huh. And I'm just, like, like, I don't know why. I think I was actually trying to find something, but now I'm just flipping through my, um uh, like, downloads folder. I like all these random images that I've pulled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that can you just, make for the best, know. like, radio slash podcast uh, topic, but it is very interesting.
0: Yeah, like, look at this photo I look
1: have. At, let me describe it for
0: you. <laughs> uh, I, I think I have access to that folder. No, this is It's different. one of my favorite things to look at. Do
1: you like... It's called, it's called Brain Melt. Do you like when I <laughs> post things in it? I
0: love it, dude.
1: I, I like kind it, of like, hope that it
0: makes you guys happy. When I post something Especially when it's like some sadistic stuff <laughs> That you find on Instagram yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah It's um, like the last stuff that you put
1: in there I'm always I'm always on it, dude I'm always trying to add stuff to it. <laughs> that. Last where do you, let me ask you woman. this No, I'm not gonna disclose I'm not
0: asking you like um, Like Oh, I thought you were gonna ask me like where I pulled stuff from Oh, uh, no, no uh, I'm gonna ask you like where you like Where do you like find your images uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well in that case <laughs> yeah yeah
1: did, uh, give,
0: give the i know, i would never did i would never disclose like cool because one thing is is like you're not doing necessarily anything different than anybody else is right you're you just have very specific places yeah that I mean, it's
1: and it's also like i'm scrolling past i'm, I'm taking like you know maybe 10 percent of the images that i'm that I'm like maybe yeah maybe that I'm actively like when I'm actively looking for um something. You know like
0: yeah I'll scroll past ninety percent of it and not use it. So um no, some of my favorite ones are when you um oh there's just one like <laughs> I saved it at some point. But it's like it was like the loading screen of a photo that you had taken of Jacob. I think. Oh yeah. No, and I it just like
1: it was it was sitting there for like three seconds and I like I like did this yeah. quick screen grab. Yeah, like that. And one. it
0: was like I think that that to me is like all just like everything Jared, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it pisses me off.
1: Um, yeah. I so for what it's that. worth, I just basically have a right now it's got um, 3,200 a little over 3,200 photos of just like really random stuff like um people's like instagram stories like that i'll just like take a i mean not many but like if it's something like an interesting image that i'll just like try and screen capture it or or instagram i'm trying to
0: but i want to figure out the genre of what what it is
1: it's very i think the whole idea is that it's kind of genre less don't you think but does but that, that create that its own thing in bank?
0: itself? is creating its own genre, I think. Well, it's
1: very specifically pulled for treatments, you know. So it's like,
0: which is crazy because they don't they like if I got these in a treat if I saw these in a treatment I'd be like whoa. Well, I it's, I, I this start. is an interesting topic because um,
1: I make treatments in a pretty specific way. Doesn't seem to be a very successful way,
0: um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, a lot of what I'm like putting in there is like much more, I don't mean this to sound like this could sound kind of like pretentious, but it's like kind of more like <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm pulling in like more like emotional kind of photos, like, like they, they're like connected yeah. more emotionally than they are. Like here's like a um, blue car in front of a forest, because that's what I said in the treatment, you know, it's more like this feels like it exists in the same world or something, you know? Yes.
0: Um, they're more like fine art pieces that are, or, like, in a, a certain, like, emotion or, like, evoke yeah. some, some sort of, And like, when they're combined in a certain
1: way, you know, hopefully they, like, evoke a certain type of... I know. bet,
0: though... I think that's what... I've talked to you about this before, though, Jared, which is, like, you're playing, like, more of a long con kind of game when it comes <laughs> to, like, your... Because the people who are going to be down... Like, that's the, that's the issue with the treatment thing, right? It's, like... You don't know if it's successful or not, which is like untrue. It's just successful with a certain type of people. Right. Which I'm not writing for as much, but. Well, they don't exist all that much. Yeah, it's true. You know, but when you get, I think that's the thing is when you get one of those projects, it's like, you know, it's like everything that you wanted it to be in some ways. Maybe there's I, less money, but like creatively,
1: yeah. <clears throat> I was, I was listening to this. There's a lot of kind of like you know, continuing ed kind of stuff that's happening, like a lot of live streams. And, uh, oh, geez, someone's up in the room above me and it's cracking a lot. The floor is creaking. Can you hear that pretty loud?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you paint the picture in a, in a right way, it, it kind of so sounds terrible.
1: just for the record, I'm downstairs in my, in my downstairs office. Well, I say that like I have an upstairs office. I'm just in my office. (laughs) I don't have multiple offices in my house. Um, You know, I'm one of five people in this house, and there's lots of creaking floors above me. So just, you know, it might be kids playing Barbies or something that you hear above me. So just try to tune that out as much as you can. Um, Okay, here's the real topic that I was curious about.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Listening to these live streams, I don't, I haven't, there's so many and there's, it's kind of like, honestly, a little annoying how much it's happening. Um, But I really love Evan, Evan Przasky. And he Mm -hmm. was on with um, this directing duo called Rubber Band. Um, And that doesn't really matter, but somehow the conversation went. And, and, and Evan started talking about basically was like asking a question and was like wondering if anybody like felt like this. And basically he, he described like, do you feel like your work is getting worse? Like the, the, as you continue on in your career and maybe you're getting cooler opportunities, bigger mm-hmm. paychecks, um, whatever, that, like, you look back at the work you're making two, three, four, seven, eight years ago, and you're like, what happened to that version of myself? You yeah. know, like the risk taking, um, kind of like uh, bombastic version, younger version of myself that now seems to be kind of like, caged or domesticated or i'm i'm yeah. i'm filling in a lot of blanks here he didn't say all of this but um it really like resonated with me because i find myself and i try not to do this in like an unhealthy way you know to like look back and be like oh man 2017 was the best year i've had professionally or whatever um but it's hard not to and i guess i'm curious if that's real you know if there's truth to that and if it's preventable you know or is it just like will i always say that to myself no matter what's going on or what i've made yeah Will i always think that like what i've made before is like
0: right better i don't know does that does that resonate with you at all yeah i think the first thing i would say though is like um the i think the answer most times especially for someone like evan is like No, like your work's not getting worse. Like it's actually getting, it's actually way more mature and like sophisticated. And like, I think what, but it's like, it's a common sort of like uh, idea for us to like sort of feel nostalgic about work that we used to do as well, you know? Yeah. And be like, oh, that was sort of like a sweet moment in my life where I didn't really have that many resources, but me and my friends just like still killed it. You know, yeah. I think those opportunities become less and less most of the time because they're, they're the hardest things to do, you know? So after like 10 years of that, you're probably like, man, I'm, I kind of want it easy right now. Or I just want like a good project. Can I just have a good project? Like, Can I just have a good budget and good actors and good everything? Can yeah. I just, can that be Maybe thing? that's too much can to ask, ask, man. You know,
1: yeah. I, you know like I, I go through that sometimes too where i'm like i don't like deserve this you know what i mean like nobody owes me this stuff you know right um i don't know i i I definitely like i definitely feel like i struggle with that a lot lately i think i mean you know we've talked about it even on the show and and you know you and i have talked about it just between us like it's been a it's been a it's been a weird you know couple years for me just Mm -hmm. kind of like feeling like i existed in this completely other realm and was making stuff kind of unwittingly, like making stuff that was very much um, kind of untainted in a lot of ways, you know? Right. Um. Both, both when I was working, you know, like at, at like an in-house production company at a church. And then like when I was even like the earlier years of me being freelance, it was like, I was kind of just like wandering, you know? And at the time I was like, all I want is some stability and some support and to like, link up with like a big production company and God, I can't imagine like what that would feel like and what that would do for my career. And then I look back kind of comparing like, you know, a and B a being like kind of the before. And then my experience at a production company, which, you know, was, was good in a lot of ways, but very different from what I expected. And i I miss what came before. And I I think a lot of what I'm trying to do is recapture that, you know, like Mm -hmm. I want to be on like a smaller roster. I want to be more like lean. I want to um, obviously make money so that I can like, that's not a constant burden, but I'm trying to figure out like how can I adjust things in my career in a way that I can like get back to, I don't know something that maybe I've has faded or that I've lost or right.
0: I don't know. I, mean, that's, I, don't, I don't. Yeah. Do you still set like I, f- I do? Find myself sort of like I mean I have like a dream situation as well that's like sort of like I'm working sort of trying to chop that tree down until eventually maybe I'll have some version of it. You know. Yeah. But like
1: <clears throat> I mean, when I think about what we made. I'm not even saying it's my best work necessarily, but like when we, we made that that book promo in Nashville, I uh-huh. look back at that as like ideal. Yeah <laughs> I, I made like but why but what was I the, made like probably more money than I should have on that just like percentage wise looking back. Um, but I made like pretty good money, not crazy good money and we had like enough money to like um, experiment with some things and get like good talent in. And it was literally, like, you, me, and, like, two guys that came in for, like, cheap or free. I don't even remember. And, uh, and, and like, a solid producer. And that was it. Yeah, and Pickle. Pickle yeah. was there. And, uh, and uh, Pickle, the production <laughs> coordinator. Um, and I look back at that, and I'm like, I don't necessarily, like, long for the days of, like, being under crude, you know? That's not yeah. what I'm saying. Um, But just, like... Is it like the DIYness of it? No, it's just the, um, I, no, I don't, it's not like I don't want to progress like formally, you know? Like, yeah. I, I think that, I mean, one thing is that, you know, we didn't have like any like uh, client on set. And yeah. I think I really liked how loose the creative was that like, it was specific enough that we could get like that that like uh production wise we got everything that we needed you know like we got like the talent that we needed locations that we needed and we knew you know what i mean it wasn't just like let's show up and shoot something you know it wasn't like that loose but it was like well we need this type of person this type of scenario and yeah. we're just going to kind of like find it and uh i remember asking myself that question a couple years ago where i was i think i was maybe even talking to I think, I think maybe it was an Emily uh, was on the show, Emily Kaibach And, um, and I was asking her, like, do you think that the more you progress in your career that you learn how to harness that? Cause I, I feel like I am like a more reactive filmmaker, you know, just like yeah. I like being in situations and being able to make like decisions kind of on the fly and and react and, and, kind of use like whatever intuition that i have and that's like fun for me you know um i think for some people it might stress them out but for me it's kind of um how i like to work and i I remember talking to emily and feeling like i guess like asking do you think the more you progress that you just uh grow out of that or do you learn how to like use that more responsibly you know i actually don't remember what she said but i i think it was something along the lines of like um if that's like kind of who you are, then that should never be something that you, you lose, you know? Yeah. And I feel like the constant pressure and like heavy, like client scenarios is like, you can't do that. And i I feel like I'm kind of, I don't feel like I've like lost myself, but I do feel like I don't quite know how I fit into all of this.
0: Yeah. Most clients are sort of, just going off of past experiences. You know what I mean? That you yeah. can sort of a lot of times clients are picking, you know, picking directors based off of past experiences. Yeah. You know, they they can sort of like feel how the way that you you know, a lot of the questions when it comes down to it is like, okay, how are you going to do this? Because I want to know like the the way in which you are going to work this set because I want that to be in alignment with us you know which is kind of it's right but it's also just sort of like bullshit because if it was just about the work then it would just be pick the best director that is like hitting your vision whatever that vision that you wanted just pick the best director yeah but it's not you know it is like this it's this like invisible game that's being played where like you i mean you you have to either like Really, be okay with just being whoever is needed, or you have to like, um, really describe and tell somebody how you're going to work, dude. And, I just don't feel have have I'm capable okay of that. those things. What do you mean? Like not either of those? Like,
1: it's hard for me to like turn into like a different kind of director based on the client, like like what they need, you know, for sure. And then, um, that's been the hardest thing, especially when I started writing the amount of treatments that I'm, I'm I'm writing now. It's so hard. It was so hard for me, man, because, um, what I'd always done in the past was like, it was a very loose kind of conceptual construct of like, well, it's, and I don't mean to sound late. It wasn't lazy. It was just like a different way of doing it where, um, where I, I like would talk to the artist and be like, this is kind of what I'm generally like thinking, you know, <laughs> like when I think about what I did for, for, uh, and, and I don't expect, you know, uh, client work to be like this. So I'm not saying like, this is all on the client or something. It's just like me trying to find a balance. Like when I did Mercury and lightning for John Mark McMillan, we, I sent him like a, a three sentence, like kind of description of not even like tone, vibe, anything, just like, We just texted back and forth a little bit about the song, and then it was like I just went and did it, and that was that. You know, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And I think transitioning from that into um, like we need you to articulately like describe like beat by beat what's happening in the song is, and I know that's not what everybody wants in the treatment, but that's definitely like that's definitely some people's expectation whether it's like yeah an EP that's, and more that's all about safety i know it's all, I know, it's
0: all about them feeling secure in their decisions but sometimes you know? i just
1: i don't but like what do
0: i do with that you know yeah i mean I that's mean, what i think I, I, that's what, what i was, I was trying saying. to feel about that though like i I'm, i feel like Tim, about i'll tell you opinion. exactly i'll tell you exactly how i approach it with like clients and i how i approach it is i want to make the work like yeah, if yeah. if I'm into something, we all we all have these jobs that come along, and it's like, oh, that that creative is actually pretty cool. If I just do this, and then oh, if I cast it in this way, oh my god, if they let me do that. This would be dope, right? We've all had those jobs, yeah. And then sometimes we win them, sometimes we don't. Um, but to me, like if if I'm into the job, then I want to make the work. You know, so I think it's, and I also feel like it's the same thing that's going to happen if I want to make movies. I'm anticipating this, um, and it doesn't have to be. um, What I was trying to say earlier is, it's not about like fooling them. It's not about like bullshitting your way into uh, winning the job, but it's just making sure that it's like in in the treatment. Yeah. You do the, whatever they need it to be done. Like as far as the shot by shot thing, we all know that that's not going to happen. The shot, but like the shots are going to change. Yeah. The shots are not going to be, I haven't even seen the locations. What are you talking about? How am I supposed to do a shot for shot thing? (laughs) This is my imagination speaking. So like making it very clear on that standpoint too, but on the production side, being very clear in the writing is something I've been doing is just like, well, making it very clear in the writing in the treatment that like, hey, this is how I'm going to approach the set. Yeah. I want to have more time with the actors because this is based more on performance, which is not it's not bullshitting. It's like really telling them, it's not going to be a discussion when it comes down to it. Like I, I have to do, like in order to do the job, it has to be done in this way. But I think like, if you are very specific on the, on the way that you like just have to and like to create, and make films, I think you would be really surprised that m- some, like, creatives and agents and, like, music commissioners, w- like, if it's clearly laid out and with a purpose, you know, and they can see it and the reason why you want no, no fucking artists on set or no playback or, like, no color pink or whatever, like, as long as yeah. you fucking just say it and it, like, has a purpose and it, like just so happens to be giving you another edge to like your creative process it doesn't matter whether it's like a hundred percent like the truth or like or whatever what's interesting
1: is like i feel like in my like what i'm learning is like i am being too specific now on the in in the treatment so I totally get what, hear what you're saying. And I think that that's true and something I could definitely implement is just like a bit more of my directorial like approach, I guess. Um, but I feel like, <laughs> uh, I had a conversation with a commissioner maybe like a month or two ago and that plus like this, you know, other things I'm hearing from other commissioners. There was this, uh, online like class that I like, uh, watch during yeah. you know our quarantine. <laughs> and, um, and it's just like, people want, are asking for less now, you know, like just give it to me in like, uh, three seconds. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, okay. Wait, well, two years ago you were asking me for everything. I know. <laughs> and now I'm just, and I'm like, you know, I'm hearing things like, Oh, commissioners don't even read the treatments. like, you like basically like you imagine that like art like the artist and management and commissioners and the label are just like sitting around just like pouring over your treatments but it's not true that's like what people are like i've told me like almost verbatim and i'm like like,
0: let me me get let me get all the ideas that i can and then present whatever it's like
1: dude i've gotten yanked around so much with like um yeah, let me share this with the creative director. She's going to, he's going to whatever, pitch it to the artist. And then I talked to the creative director, like at some other point uh, with another artist he works with, he works with about this pitch that I wrote for, you know, this X client, Y client, whatever. And she's like, I never read that before. <laughs> the, the The commissioner never sent it to me. And I'm like, I, it's just amazing. It, this wow. is totally a tangent, but it's just amazing. Like the amount of work, this is like, well, well documented. So it doesn't need me. To, <laughs> nobody needs me to say this, but like just the amount of bullshit of like, dude, I'll put in like 12, 15 hours on a treatment on all of them, but some of them I'll really pour over. And then I send them in and then like legit, dude, people might look at like the front, like cover image and be like, eh. that is just so wild to me. <laughs> This is so wild to me. I can't <laughs> believe that that's the case. But anyway, so I feel like there's a bit of just confusion of like, all right, do you want just like a one page with like three sentences and like a couple of yeah. images, or do you? I, want think, that's, like I think that's fully designed thing. That's
0: like, yeah. uh, Who knows? <clears throat> I think that's what I was trying to, or like tr- trying to get at is like, to me, like if I pour in 15 hours of like obsession, then I get really competitive and i'm like fuck everybody else this is my like i have like i have to make this idea and there's some ideas that like or there's some projects or whatever that just come up and i'm like ah whatever like i'll like i'll put my my best foot forward and like pitch it really great and do my best but like if i lose it it's it wasn't it wasn't made for me you know but I mean, dude, I've lost jobs where I, I, I fucking cried, dude, because I was convinced that it was like mine. I, I was convinced that I was like made to make that commercial. Like when I was first starting, <laughs> I would get, I mean, we've talked in those times too where I get, I was, I would call like just friends of mine being like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Like this is the stupidest profession that you could yeah. ask. It's just stupid. Um, you know what I mean? Man. I know. Cuz the good old, good old when
1: you could person. actually, you know, uh pitch on like live action production, you know. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, at the same time like what are we talking about right now? I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about um, treatments for why, things why? that Why we are not? talking about this? I just felt like getting angry. <laughs> I will say this, I don't know have you have you pitched anything or written on anything while you're down? No. Uh,
1: the only thing that I've done is <laughs> which I'm sure there's a lot of people that can identify with this, but try and transition a live action treatment into an animation treatment. Oh yeah. That's Which I I did and i have heard zero response.
0: <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story? And it, yeah, it, it doesn't. Really, it's not really like a. It's not really funny, but it is funny because it's like an unanswered like mystery. Okay. But I was I've been doing this documentary with a friend of mine for a while for like a almost a year now. Um, and I was in L.A. when all this stuff started going down, and we had just come up with this section of the documentary that we wanted to be animation. Yeah. And it's like this person on a voicemail, like telling a story. So it sounds kind of like podcasty, but like, um, sure. Yeah. It, it would just be great if it, so we, f- we like scoured Vimeo, right? Mm-hmm. Our first thing was like, let's find an artist. And we find this guy <clears throat> and we email him. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be funny, but we email him and, a couple days go by three or four days and we were like dude fucking asshole dude like won't even email us back and i'm like especially in like times like these like we're trying to give an animator some work like you know i was being very like uh (laughs) egregious i guess
1: you're just like his savior
0: yeah yeah well yeah exactly and then uh (laughs) then we looked at where he lived and he lived. He was like in Italy. He was like lived in. Oh my <laughs> god. And we were like, <laughs> oh, maybe we shouldn't shit talk him anymore. He's probably going through some shit right now.
1: Oh my he doesn't god! Anymore. And, now, um,
0: it's, now it's just the entire world. Yeah. Now at at that point, it wasn't even. It was like, oh, should I go home right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember and I was talking. Then about two that. days later, I went home. I was like, get me out of here! And there was nobody on the plane. We wow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was funny. But like how do we even get to this? You were so, talking about switching a, a live action to Oh, animation. no, I didn't
1: mean that. I, yeah, that makes sense. Just like I meant more just, you know, public apology for just um, you know, from me <laughs> to everyone listening. <laughs> I think you've heard me um complain enough about treatments and and this and the like. <laughs> so, uh anyway, I, it was really just kind of rooted in like um I guess something that we've also talked about, which is just uh, making a certain type of work a certain type of way that gets people interested in what you're doing. And then the powers that be like call you in, they're like, can you make that type of work? And you're like, yes. And they're like, cool, but can you like do it (laughs) this way? (laughs) And it's just kind of like just, you know, not even aware of, um, or I guess it's not like a appreciative of like the process that it took to get to that one very specific sure. place, you know? So I guess, I guess all that to like get back to the thing we were talking about with Evan, where it's like, is, is that what's missing? Is that the difference, you know? Yeah. And I don't know.
0: It's hmm, a good question. I mean, I, I look back, I'm I'm a kind of person that looks back on my work, not, with like a judgmental sort of thing, but I feel very nostalgic about some of the the work. Um, I also feel super nostalgic about the work that you you did too at certain times, you know, like we ever had like a local band that you like only you and your friends listen to. And like, like 10 years later you get, someone finds it in their car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of how I feel about my old work. It's like, Oh man, like what a, what a, like a weird time in my life. And like, but uh, like, yeah, because you can't really like all you're trying to, I, I know every time that I do, and same for you. Like, I know that you do this. Like every time that I do work, I'm, I, I'm not a service. I'm not like a service filmmaker. If that makes sense. Like I, I don't own a camera. I don't have like a truck that shows up and like does productions for people. You know, yeah. like I'm not, I'm, um, like a, just a director and an artist and like a writer, and so that's super weird to be like, like it's a it's a genre of like living that like, it's only like thirty years old, especially with yeah. like modern media and commercials and like the way that right. things have been shot in the last like it's only like thirty years old, so like there's not necessarily even like a path to like. Like the path that used to be like 20 years ago is like entirely different yeah you know yeah
1: yeah totally
0: so the way that we are coming up right now is going to be entirely different 10 years from now yeah it's know? true
1: i think it's even different than it was when we both went freelance it's like four yeah yeah, yeah. four or like five years long. ago it's just like oh okay now the it's different yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's it's changing as we're, like, walking down the path. You know? And
0: in some ways, it becomes easier. And in some ways, it becomes harder, you know?
1: You know, I was um, um, messaging with a friend on um, Instagram this morning. It's always funny when those conversations just, like, start, you know? Like, I'd much rather just text with somebody, but they just kind of start on Instagram and stand. there Instagram.
0: Yeah. Um, They're like a close friend of yours, but you're like, How yeah. Many? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: But we were just talking about like music and he had posted some song and I was like, oh, I love that song. And then we just went on this like long conversation about music and there's this specific um, album that reminds me so much of college. Like just, yeah. it's almost like so strong that it feels like a, like a smell, you know? And, um, but for some reason it's, it's, it's not on Spotify or any like streaming platforms. Like the, the artists, like other albums are but like Who the album he? it's this artist named Jens man probably Jens man if you're Swedish. Yeah. Um but it's this album called uh You're so silent Jens. And it's for some reason it's like the only album that's not on like any of his streaming any of the streaming platforms. Hmm. So anyway I was just telling him like um you've got to listen to this album and I had it on my Dropbox because I had like the MP3s like downloaded from when I was like in college and uh, I sent it to him and then I started listening to it and I almost like instantly just started like crying (laughs) just because it was like so deeply like saturated with memories and so like um, directly tied to those experiences of like being in college and like meeting my wife and being with my, you know, I was with the same roommate for like three years and we like loved this album. But I just think about, I think, I I guess, like, I I can think about my work in the same way, you know? Like, when I really pause and think about what took place, not every project feels like that, but there are definitely some that feel like when I really pause and think about what it took to make this and the people that came together to make this, I know it's different, but it's. Is
0: it ever commercial projects?
1: Hmm. I mean, we. I guess you could say that the thing we made in Nashville was a was a commercial project. Yeah, so sometimes, I mean, I wonder
0: what what the correlation may be. It's it's like, you know, that'd be like a good like uh, graph to just like look at. Yeah. It's like budget versus like client yeah. on set versus need somebody to put some data together. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's gonna be a, a dot of just pure happiness, and then you just go there every time. Even yeah. if they're, even if you get a like Nike comes to you and you're like, it's a million dollar project. You're like, oh, no, I Fit need, in the nexus I of my. Uh, Fourteen dollars. <laughs> I had five people to sit. I don't where I work. I and like. Dude, can I tell you a big
1: part of it? <laughs> can I tell you a big part of it for me? Yeah, is not shooting. Uh, this isn't. I mean, whatever. It's fine. Everybody knows it sucks. N- not shooting in LA or New York.
0: Oh, that would be a sure. big part of it for me.
1: I think shooting smaller. I mean, I don't
0: blame, I don't blame them for not doing anything wrong. It's like, uh, what is it? Yeah, that's a good point.
1: It's just, it's just how everything. You know, I don't need everyone to be so excited when they're on my set. You know, I get it. I get that there's a lot of day players who like come and go, and it's fine, and that's their yeah. lifestyle, and it's great, and I totally understand it. But I do think there is something to like. I don't know, dude. Like when I think about the 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 film that I my like first like re, like real film that I made when I was in college in film school, it was like dude, sometime I'll have to tell this story, but it was it was me and like a group of friends driving from Georgia to New Mexico mm-hmm. with like a U-Haul on the back of my dad's like Ford Explorer, and I'd cast like um my brother and this guy who um, his name was guitar Bob and he was homeless and in Savannah and we became like pretty good friends and I cast him and he drove all the way out to New Mexico with us and it was completely miserable, but like everybody was so glad to be there though, you know? Right. Yeah. Like it was actually a terrible experience in a lot of ways, but I look back at it so fondly <laughs> and I told yeah. myself I would never do that again. I would never do it, make a film that way. And then I went back and <laughs> did small little things. We drove from from North Carolina. You did the this same exact back. thing. Ex- yeah. Same exact thing. I think basically what I'm getting at is like there is some sort of like experience. CJ is basically homeless too, right? CJ's pretty hot, dude. I've talked to CJ in a second. It's been a second. Dude, and
0: then I casted Rachel in my commercial yeah. because I saw her in that, and yeah. I was like, oh, she's great. She's she she yeah.
1: She was great. She is great, and and I think there is there's just something about that I love about it being like somewhat like experiential. Even when we shot like pray for the children, we were all out in Utah and uh, everyone was staying in this artist residency. That was basically in this town in the middle of nowhere, Utah. Um, And it was like a, like a, like a hotel. It was like the tiniest or more like a motel. No, no, no. Actually it was probably more like a dorm room and uh, or like a dormitory. And, was, Did you
0: have, like, some film students come out Yeah, and, like, just yes. be there?
1: It was amazing. Yeah. So I think there is some level of just, like, that's what I dream of when I think about my, my first feature. It's just, like, dude, I just can't wait to, like, have camp, you know? <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. wait for, like, you know, people I don't know, but also, like, people who have been in it with me for, like, forever to all come together and us, like, make this thing together, you know? Yeah. That's, dude, when they, I think about, like, making that's films... Tough.
0: That's tough doing that with commercials, dude. It's yeah, I, think not,
1: that, I know, but I think I think I'm not saying that that's necessarily what commercials should be. I I get the limitations, you know, mm-hmm. but I think um when I think about what's missing, you know, yeah, or like w- why doesn't this feel like it used to? Um, I think maybe that's part of it,
0: you know. Yeah, like where, like, yeah, it's not even about. You could even you could you know say that like oh you, you kind of had like the same sort of like each time you were using a different crew but it was like the same mentality of crew like like you didn't you had you know um, Justin and Brent and, and those yeah. guys the next time which were like new homies from from Charlotte but they were the yeah. same kind of like crazies you know yeah.
1: and I don't look back at it as like I don't look back on it like crazy fondly in every way there's a lot I, of things that I remember like legit like running out of money while we were on the road. <laughs>
0: Wait, in Arizona
1: or in, in no uh, in uh Charlotte? when we were driving to back from Wisconsin back to right. back to North Carolina. Just being like having to take people to the crew to Culver's like every meal because I had cool. <laughs> I could only afford and barely maybe even not afford uh just like fast food burgers for everybody.
0: And <laughs> that is, I will everybody never everybody forget when Brett
1: Christie took me aside and was like, sweetest guy I've ever met in my life. Just the sweetest <laughs> Still guy. Still is, man. Still is. Jeez. And he took me aside and he was like, Jared, we're all happy to be here. But you can't feed a shit, man. You can't. Like, and I, I just remember feeling like, oh my God. Like just like it was like you upset like your your grandmother or something, you know. Just like yeah. I just felt I just like crumpled. I don't even know if he remembers that, but I just, I remember it just, and I i haven't forgotten it though. It's very important to me that I feed people well now because I, I just think, you know, you get in survival mode, you're just trying to get stuff done. But I remember that very clearly. <laughs> it's,
0: it is funny though. Like anytime that like, especially myself, but like directors have to like call in the homie favors to like come in the it's so funny how like the first thing that goes for some reason is like the catering budget. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) Oh, they like people can eat pizza. It's chill, which is like fine. It is. But like crew, like doesn't have anything when they show up except like that break with food, you know? Yeah. Like they're not like, they're not coming with like any creative ideas. They're only just like, they're doing it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, even if they are like homies or something, but it's funny (laughs) because I've done that before too. Like I shot that um, thing like two Septembers ago at my house and like everything. And I was like the day before I just forgot about what everybody was going to eat. And I just like panicked and like bought a bunch of stuff. And it was like, (laughs) it was cookies. Dude, you know
1: what's fun? That's, that's so funny. Yeah, I know. I know lesson learned, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I guess like the main thing is like, uh, even for myself realizing that I cannot put those kind of expectations on paid work, you know, as much as I would like to. And, you know, even like if there are projects that come up and like, they just kind of, like you said, like they hit this, like, uh, crux of like, um, you know everything kind of aligns and like budget, friends, timelines. You know whatever. Um, It's it's so rare. You know that you can't put those kind of expectations on on client work and I and I think even additionally like on clients. You know like they've got they've got it's they're not there to um, make a film with you. <laughs> you know for the most right. part. Uh, and I think that that's good to to like really, you know at least for I'll speak for myself like remind myself of that like we've got like a job to do and that's what we get paid to do and i'm not nothing that i said is like yeah i mean i i fully understand that and i respect that and that's like the reality of what we do i think maybe for me it's like um putting myself in a place whether it's just like people i surround myself with or even personally just like financially trying to put things aside so that i can do that type of work more often you know yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, I, th- I think, like, well, what what are some ways that if I'm sitting here now, I have, like, you know, a lot of time to kill, obviously. Um, gosh, I, m- I remember, like, wishing that I just, like, knew how to – I mean, obviously, everything that everybody's looking for right now when you're starting is, like, a formula, right? Of, like, yeah. this is what it looks like, this is, like, the standard sort of whatever – I think, um, you know, for people like us, yeah. what are ways that we can continue to get better? Can on? you put a pin
1: in that question for a second? I just want to say, like, you talked about, like, getting started. I would just say, like, to our younger listeners who are just getting started, I guess maybe like a big message or takeaway from this would be, like, do not forsake <laughs> your, like, younger years, you know, of of uh, coming up and doing projects in the way that feels like wrong or not like the kind of work I don't, maybe you don't even know, you know, when you're doing it, if it's right or wrong, but just um, being okay with like being in that world, you know, and and making films the way that you only know how to make a film. I, I, I look back at that time very fondly and not in like a, a way where I was like, I'm like, Oh, that's so cute. But like in a way where I, I like long for bringing that into like the work that I do now, you know? So
0: I think like what I would say on that too, Jared is like, there's always going to be sort of like this sewing and like reaping to your career. Yeah. You know, like early on, all you're doing is just sewing because you don't have like, you don't know anything. You're just trying to like gain some, some traction on like, you have these like big visions for your life or whatever, but you're just sort of like sewing these like things into work you know, yeah. and then eventually those things you're going to be able to like, see the fruits of those things, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think, um, I think some like practicals would be nice though. Dear. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, I remember, I hope they don't mind me sharing this, but I remember when I, um, really first met like the guys at, at neighborhood film company, um, Dan and Ricky, Um, I remember Dan talking about that. They would like put like a portion aside for personal projects, you know, like, like financially they would put, um, a certain percentage aside and that's how they were able to afford making the cage, um, which was like their short film that really kind of like launched Ricky and Dan, Dan is a producer and writer and Ricky is a writer director. And, um, that was like a massive project for them. It like transformed their entire career um and, and now they're making a feature yeah reasons made thing. a feature starring idris elba <laughs> you know yeah. um so I, you know that's that's obviously like a, a pretty extreme example of that being successful but um you know i think i think practically like if you can afford to and i'm, I'm like speaking directly to myself right now um being consistent about putting a percentage aside mm-hmm. and knowing that it's like investing in yourself you know, and, and, in your future and in your career, um, it's hard to do. Um, but, uh, maybe that's something practical. Yeah. Just putting some money aside and, and, um, directing it toward a project that you have full control over creative control or whatever. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Have you, I feel like I've been able to get by without having, like when I think of like all the short films or like, just sort of like passion projects that I've, I've gotten to do. Like, I don't feel like I've ever even had to drop, gosh, I'm trying to think of like the most I've spent on a project. Like personally that you personally that I've ever spent because I was like really crafty in the way in which I like made it. Like, I mean, I've made films on short ends of, of 16 mil. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, on that project, they spent $300 on, like, food and, like... I probably spent more on some videos <laughs> <laughs> with labels behind them. <laughs> so, I guess, when we were saying, like, putting money aside, I think, like, there is, like, this... Yeah,
1: yeah, you're situation.
0: right. You're like, right. You don't need to drop, like, everybody has, a, like, uh, we have cameras. So everybody has a camera. I think, like... Or your, your friend's got a camera.
1: Or some production company exactly. around you that you can, like,
0: you know, do some kind of creative swap with has a camera. Because the first thing, well, the first thing that anybody's going to ask anyway is like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is, I think there's like, I mean, I just got a script for, for yesterday from a really, um, like a great director friend of mine. And he was like, what do you think this idea? And I was like, fuck, dude, this is such a good idea. I was like, my initial reaction is like, I, I want to be a part of like, can I help you with this? Yeah. I think like, if you go around with good ideas, the, the stuff isn't the issue. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. the, I think like to me, like the curation of your ideas and like always sort of, I think that's what you do inherently Jared, which I'm, I actually really admire. Like people think it's just like sort of like, people would say it's just like pulling images or like sort of referencing things or whatever. But I think you're doing something else that like uh, I'm actually like trying to take from, you know, like it's a, it's like an intentionality behind like the way that you see art is like very, 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 very curated, hmm. you know, yeah. Like I don't feel like I feel like, maybe you watch some like YouTube videos every here, like whatever, like you have, like your sort of like not crafted stuff that you like to watch, but I feel like you're, you know, strictly vegan when it comes to like filmmaking, (laughs) you know, (laughs) which I'm not like, I'm, I'm also not like, I'm also not like a huge, like just give me all of the Armageddon and, you know, uh, love oh, armageddon, bad boys and stuff. Like I don't really particularly love that style of filmmaking. Yeah, even yeah. though every time it's on, I will watch it, you yeah. know, because it's so entertaining. But like I don't have the strict sort of like what am I consuming as I think you do, which is actually Maybe. Uh, you might be surprised. But I know
1: I think that is I think it is true. I I do feel myself being like um I, I do think what I watch is pretty purposeful not all the time but sometimes especially like when i'm kind of like ramping up with this film it's like i'm definitely watching things with a certain intent right
0: Um, so maybe that's i mean that's something that i'm finding myself doing right now too even while i'm in post on this movie um i'm starting to just watch like I, i i can't spend any time watching anything that's not like it yes
1: yes I totally get that
0: because why, why would I take myself I mean, unless it's like, I'm stuck and I'm bored of this thing. And like, I need to just, I need to watch pee was Herman bigger picture.
1: Curious. Like, or are what? you looking for, you know, like editing patterns, you know, or are you looking for, cause I know you're in post now, so it's a little, it's a bit different. Yeah, I guess it's curious, like, what are you, cause I, you know, where I'm at in the process is, um, I just watched The Exorcist for the first time. I've never seen it before, somehow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are some similar characters where it's like someone coming into a situation that's like, that they're trying to like fix or solve, you know? And it's like, yeah. um, I was very interested in how that film would handle that, you know? Um, and so I'm kind of like looking at it from like this character basis of like, how can I, are there any like little nuggets I can extract from here to like, Yeah, Um, into like the characters in my film, or in larger things like structure and 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 others. But uh, I guess I'm curious for you. What are you on the hunt for right now?
0: I mean, for me, like the movie's already made, right? Yeah, like the second version of the movie, like the shooting it is like done, so I can't change anything about it. So what I'm looking at now is very much like, um, let me let me go to Photoshop and like create a grid for my monitor here. And then let me download some movies and like watch those movies on this grid. Mm. And then like that kind of shit, you know, I want to like ingrain my, my eyes into perfect framing and like composition and like how long they hold on this thing. Totally. Yeah. And then I, I think, I mean, I've count, I've gone through and counted like not counted, but like, um, I've, like, timed out um, cutting paces for, like, most of David Fincher's movies, most of Aronofsky's movies, most Mm -hmm. of Steve McQueen's movies. I can tell you, like, you know, Steve McQueen's, like, cutting pattern in Shame versus, like, uh, 12 Years a Slave and, like, David Fincher, like, Mindhunter versus, like, Fight Club. It's, like, very slight differences, but, like, they tell you all this shit, you know? Yes. Um, totally. So I'm like super interested in that stuff right now and how because that like directly applies to um my taste going forward into because I don't think, yes, think it's point. nice. Yeah, yeah. Do you <laughs>
1: I only ask because I know I would feel like this. You're watching a lot of movies to inform the movie that you're making, but you are like you said, you've already shot the film. You've right? already made the second version of the film. Yeah. Do you feel yourself hating decisions that you've made or beating yourself up as you're as you're watching these different movies
0: um i don't i think i mean obviously
1: are you just like why didn't i do that or why did i make that stupid decision or do you feel like that at all
0: um no because i i like love the way that we shot it dude you know that is like amazing I don't think it's it's not I'm not saying like oh, there's nothing wrong with the film or like I yeah, wish yeah like every, yeah every time that I watch it I'm like oh if we had if we had this element in this thing oh man that would have been dope yeah, yeah. so you really do of
1: yourself the, without other movies making it Yeah
0: go. I think what I'm doing more specifically with like the movie watching stuff is like, let me, I'll I'll take like a day or two days or something and watch a bunch of stuff. And then, but every time that I go back to the movie, I don't watch it. I don't like cross-reference anything. I'm very much like, I don't know. It's the same way. Like I, if when I used to write music in a band and stuff, like we never wrote anything down. It was just like, we came up with, we just wrote the thing and then over time it sort of like finds itself. Yeah. You know, totally. I think there's something really, uh, which I, which is why I wanted to edit the movie. Like my first feature, I feel like it's imperative for me to just go through that. You know, I think yeah. it was really important for me to like sort of write it in a way. Yeah. In, in like make the movie that I wanted to make, um, and not really feel like, oh, if I just kind of like put this through a system or if I put yeah, this through a yes. formula of, all right, you start on a wide and then you go to this close up, she, eyeline brings her over there. And then, okay, that's, that feels, you know, like an yeah. editor would do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm like, oh man, can I hang on this for like 40 seconds? Does that yeah. work? And then, no. And then i you know, it, it just, it's like that. It's do you like, wish you had an editor? Are you glad that you're editing it? i'm so glad i'm editing it man i i would actually feel bad (laughs)
1: dude yeah
0: i would feel bad if if an editor because like dude i have to remind you the way that we made it was like i would say like a heightened version of like you guys in in arizona for sure yeah definitely in the same vein yeah but
1: uh anyway okay well i mean yeah good chat (laughs) good good (laughs) chat Um, it's always good talking to you. I'm glad you're doing good. Yeah. You know,
0: Jared, you know, I'm not doing good. Let's be real. I'm glad you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I have to I have wealthy. to give some super shouts out to the universe, hooking me up with some work while I'm here at home. Just like some friends reaching out, giving me some stuff. Same. Um, I could say
1: the exact same. And, um, also I I would say for, you know, for both of us and, um, I know a lot of people who listen to this are filmmakers, so I don't want to just like shout into a void. Um, but, uh, if you're able to give people work, you know, I think there was kind of like this wave of like awareness, you know, like right when this thing kind of hit and people were looking to like, for ways to be generous and give other people work and be just like aware of like the plight of the freelance filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just hope that that, you know, doesn't fade, you know, as as this becomes more normal and people get settled in a bit more, that, um, you know, there's a lot of needs. So this is just one of them. But, you know, just being aware of of um, taking work to other people. You know, I had, like, an actor who wanted me to make, like, an um, acting reel for him, you know and, uh, another person who wanted me to, to give feedback on, uh, an edit they were making, like for this corporate job and just being able to like, like give value in different ways, you know, like I can, whatever. So not, not for us as much, but just, you know, for people in your life that, you know, that, um, can't go shoot stuff and make a living how they usually do. I know there's a lot of different, uh, freelancers and, and gig workers who, are struggling with that. So just being aware of, um, ways to support each other in kind of a crazy time. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, anyway, um, guys be good and, um, be safe and, uh, it's always good hanging out and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks everybody for joining us this week on good and as always, much love from your hosts, myself, Jared Hogan, and Christian Schultz, as well. And a big shout out to Christian Stropko, or we call him around here Christian Number Two, for editing and mixing this episode. And also Eames for our podcast theme song. You can check out him and more at Musicbed.com for all your music licensing needs, as well as Filmsupply.com for all of your footage licensing needs. We uh, we love you all of you and can't wait to see you next week.